Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the froth, a place to let your brain slip into something more comfortable, a spa break for the mind. Are you sitting frothily? Then we'll begin. I'm comedian husband, Ron Gilbert. I'm comedy writer wife, Sean Harris. That's Rosie, a dog. And this is... The this week's podcast was recorded in our basement in London. Our special guest is Zoe Lyons, who joins us remotely, and Barry is producing. Be warned, there is some occasional fruity language and content. The headlines this week. Frothing around the Christmas tree. Oh, be careful, you've trodden it, you clumsy twat. Well, it's your own fault for buying one that was less than a foot high, you stingy bastard. What? Special guest comedian Zoe Lyons shows off her shin-high Christmas tree. She's got a tiny Christmas tree, if you remember. Oh, yes. Coming up in this episode, a Brighton Pier. Special guest comedian Zoe Lyons flamboyantly goes for a pee in full view of her neighbours <laughs> in Brighton. No bad sex, please. We're on lockdown. The Bad Sex Awards, the literary award handed out to the writer of the worst sex scene in a novel, are cancelled due to COVID. So there'll be no enjoying sentences like, she was going at him like a coked up Nutribullet. <laughs> she was making him moan like a man who's been so engrossed in his smartphone that he's fallen down a manhole and landed clunkily on the L3 area of his coccyx. There'll be nothing like this. He saw her, he wanted her, he wanted her like a dog wants a discarded drumstick outside Chicken Cottage. <laughs> How's the novel coming along? It's all right, thank you. <laughs> Kissing Cousins. Ooh, In a titillating tete-a-tete with best-selling novelist Sophie Cousins, we listen with mouths dripping and trousers tented. <laughs> as she tells, ab- she tells us about her main character taking their bra off. Whoa. All right. <laughs> well, you didn't have tented trousers. That was me and Barry. We had... We- <laughs> It was like a millet shop window in here when Sophie told us about one of her characters taking their bra off. Get waterproof. And those are the... Better be waterproof. And those are the headlines. I am sorry. Me too. First, let's have a look at the old uh, <clears throat> SM. Yeah, S&M, social media. Okay. What? What's... 
people have been joys. getting in touch. People have been getting in touch. Good start. Yeah, really good start. We've had people come, uh, get in touch about froth the halls. Have you ever ruined Christmas? Oh, you you put. I saw that you put a thing out saying, "Have you ever ruined ruined Christmas?" Yes. Right. What yeah. A lot of people saying yes. Okay, that was. At Jimmy. Was worth putting out there. At Jimmy F seventy. At Jimmy seventy. At Jimmy F seventy. At Jimmy F seventy. Uh huh. Right. I lost a tenner on the last bus from Glasgow to R. Airdrie. How do you say that? Was well, he just asking if anyone's seen it? <laughs> <laughs> on Christmas Eve. We are just a public notice Eve. board. Stick a le- <laughs> stick a thing on a lamppost. <laughs> right to us. <laughs> 1986. Oh, Christmas God, Eve. Too long ago. You'll never get that. Far. Still annoys me. What? It still annoys me. So you put a po- you put a thing out in. Have you ever ruined Christmas? And yeah. he said I lost a tenner on a bus 35 years ago. Still annoys me. <laughs> yeah. How is that ruining? I, mean, I can see how that. Tenner's a lot in 1986. It's unlike, it? I mean, forgive me, it's unlikely to ruin your oh, Christmas for seven. 35 years. Like 10 quid? Even, even 10, it wouldn't have ruined your Christmas. I don't know. 86? Yes. I know you were only born in 81, believe me, I was around in 1986. I if I'd lost £10 in 1986, I would have been gutted. <laughs> but it wouldn't have gone, that's it, Christmas is off. <laughs> You've cancelled it for less. Oh yeah, don't get it wrong, yeah, out of pettiness and spite, of course. <laughs> out of spite, yeah, yes, of course, not... Uh, not losing stuff. Next. Okay. Uh, at Ruggle Duggle again. Jesus. <laughs> Have we had that once already? No. Oh. They've got in touch and said, uh, I won at a church Christmas raffle. Electric cleaning brush. <laughs> 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 An electric cleaning brush. Initially pleased. I love how I think they've uh, mistaken Twitter for telegrams where you just keep the bare minimum like you get but you charged have to because you, you don't get many characters do you you get 150 you can That's elaborate much, a little bit it? more but it's, it's just one at church christmas raffle dash electric cleaning brush full stop initially pleased right opened it batteries had leaked and it had already been used and it was filthy right ruined christmas that day oh i think people have got the wrong end of the stick <laughs> haven't they have they? I thought I thought you were asking people if they'd ever ruined Christmas. They'd done something that, that other people would tell you ruined Christmas. You know, not not just have you had your Christmas ruined? <laughs> Boy, because some batteries had leaked. <laughs> We've had on one. An from electric <laughs> brush. <laughs> again, again, you see, not enough to ruin Christmas, is it? <coughs> it is. It's honestly, it's not. Have you ever ruined Christmas? Yeah, I've ruined Christmas. Yeah. How? I stubbed my toe. And, uh, were you then in a really bad mood? Yeah, Christmas was ruined. It was dreadful. Did anyone notice? Oh. Next. Uh, <laughs> okay. Nade. My dad bought my what? mum a microwave. It's from Nade. Nade as in to do in Welsh. To Let's do? Nade. Oh, no, no, no. N-A-D-E. Oh, N-A-D-E. Nade. Right, okay, Nade. My dad bought my mum a microwave oven for Christmas years ago. Nice. It cost an absolute fortune. I bet it did. She went ballistic. <laughs> <laughs> she was yelling, it's not for me, it's for the house. <laughs> How would you like me to buy you a drill for next Christmas? Oh, and you can shove it up your ass. <laughs> Aww. The, uh, loads of people buy people drills for Christmas. I bought my mother a microwave for Christmas once. Did you? Well, I suppose I bought my family, the parents. Yeah, because I used to work in Curry's. We've talked about this. All of our presents from everybody, from everybody to everybody, used to come from Curry's because I got staff discount. That's why I ended up with an electric carving knife on my 16th birthday. <laughs> Is that the end of the bloody correspondence? Yes. 
Right. Good. On with the show. Lovely to see you, Zoe. It's very lovely to see you too. So you're in a you're in a a, a flat in Brighton. Yes. Oh. You've just shown us the view. Yeah. It is the sea, beautiful sea, and then a massive tower block just here. Massive right. tower you... block straight opposite me with all the windows <laughs> that I am using as a that sort of a real life advent calendar. I wait for people to open their blinds in the morning. And go, oh, what is it today? What's the scene of domestic bliss? Have you seen bliss? anything? Have you seen anything really juicy? No, nothing yet, but it's quite interesting because I can see into people's living rooms and people are really boring. I mean, I know we're in a pandemic and we're not allowed to go out, but wow. Yeah, the, yeah it's, it's it's sort of five o'clock on the sofa for a lot of them, for a lot of them. Really? I've worked out I can sit on the loo and see Worthing Pier. <gasps> oh, yeah. my God. Have yeah. you thought about what Worthing Pier can see? <laughs> <when you're laughs> They can see the Brighton Pier. (laughs) The end of Pier Entertainment has definitely gone off. That's a great joke. That was a good joke. That was a good joke. Come on, that was a fucking good joke. Uh, Even I'm impressed. That was very good. Even I'm impressed with that. That was great. My own joke. (laughs) That's so great. My own joke. You could put that in a Christmas card. I'm applauding my own joke. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm very happy. I can have a poo and see Worthing Pier. <laughs> oh, so have you thought I... about Worthing Pier? Can see, they can see the Brighton Pier. Oh, no, that doesn't, that doesn't work. No, you must have. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew oh, this that, is how this, a... this year would pan out? But, oh, it'll be a brilliant year. By the end of this year, I'll be able to have a shit and see Worthing Pier for my bog. <laughs> this is going to be brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely. You're not peeing it. You, they, that, the, all the windows in that tower block, they can't see you on the toilet, can they? No, I've, I've worked out. <laughs> you worked out. If I put a mirror in the corner of the room, some of them can see me. With one, There's a lot of working out going on, open, With one door open and the other one shut, nobody can see me. Right. But I can see Worthing Pier. <laughs> And that's quite. That's like twelve miles away. Oh, fair play. So, wow. so you know, you're talking about these people with their boring lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've worked out. You're working you out door angles while you're having out. a crap. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to make your own entertainment in a pandemic. Some people have, you know, learnt new skills. Oh, I have worked out. <laughs> I'll have a thrutty bit and see Worthing Pier. All right. So what where, if you're what if you're in a rush to, to go to the toilet and you don't quite get the doors right? And I just what happens ha- then? I just have to accept that it's going to be um, a less enjoyable <laughs> ablution. Um. <laughs> have you had a chance? This brings me on to my first story. Have you had a chance to observe? You're looking out the window there. All those flats opposite you. Yeah. You see through some of the windows. What is, how are they, what are they doing about Christmas? You know, can you see their Christmas sort of... Their uh, efforts, yes. Their efforts and the way they're approaching it. Because we've got our first story is going to be about, um, it's an etiquette right. expert who is um, being quite judgmental about people's Christmases, from their presents to what they eat, to what they do, to what they drink, to when they do what. Um, what have you observed about Christmas over in those flats? Um... They're quite uh, across the way. I'm going to say they like a false tree. Um, Yeah. And I'm going to also say not high end. 
um, this a cheap false a tree. cheap false tree. Yeah, a small cheap false tree. Mind you, I can't talk. I've got a real tree, but it's absolutely minute. It's tiny. Is it? How small is How it? How big is it? Do you want to see my tree? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to see right. my bush? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see my bush? Hang on. It's, um, it's, it's a tiny, bush. tiny little Christmas tree. It's, it's, okay. it's there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's not a fucking Christmas That's, tree. It is. How Look big is it? It's not. It's a basil plant with a bobble on it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is your one footer right there. That's your one it's footer. It's so small. Yeah. That is the Where smallest you... Christmas tree I've ever seen Where in my life. Where did you get that from? It's, um... That is amazing. <laughs> it's, it's got so sweet. baubles on it. It's so cute. Honestly, yeah. I mean, that is so small. I, I Honestly, the, the top bit of our tree that I bent to get it through the door is bigger than that. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm surprised you managed to get four baubles on it. I've got four yeah. baubles on there. It's got it's lights on it as well. Not, yeah. It does look a bit busy, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in, in your defence, how how tall is the tree? What, it's, it's about gonna... 10, 10, 11 inches? No, it's a one-footer. Oh, it's a one-footer? A full 12. <laughs> it's a full 12. <laughs> how on earth did you get it? Because you're quite high up there. How did you get it up to that flat? <laughs> it took, well, when they bought, they, I, I get it donated every year from Norway, very much like the Trafalgar Square. <laughs> <laughs> And so, the, beauty is, you, the beauty is it can go in your cabin luggage. Yes, yes. Did you have to move your sofa, Zoe? To, yeah, I had to, to put move that... everything out of the way, but the little We've... Norwegian trolls managed to get it in here, up on that <laughs> shelf. It was it was quite a feat of civil engineering to watch, honestly. We used I, don't, to... I don't have that awful thing on the sort of 6th of January where it's so miserable, and then you're That's like, awful. what are we going to do with that balding twig in the corner? <laughs> don't talk to Nana like that. I'm in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you've got particularly bright it's not easy to get rid of your tree that that'd be in the pedal bin that shove it in the bin shouldn't be too difficult I don't no, know no we used to have no, a Christmas tree on the, the wall Christmas tree on the wall yeah, well, who did? and I thought it was the most normal thing growing up. Our Christmas tree just for space saving. Is this saving. your mum again? Yeah, yes, yeah, my mum. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> yeah. we had a Christmas tree, and was it was, a branch? And it was on the wall with a little basket under it, but in the kitchen, actually on the kitchen wall. And I just thought it was the most normal thing ever. And everyone, Aww. people come round and be like, "What the hell have you got a Christmas tree on the wall for?" Nice. <laughs> how, do you mean, how do you mean on the wall, Barry? What, it was, was it, it was like, fixed like on, ornament. like it was fixed on half oh, halfway up the wall, um, like you would on the wall of a hotel outside. Yeah, I mean, oh, it was I know just, what you mean. Yeah, it was like, yeah, like an angle. <laughs> it was like no, it was like flat, flat at one side, just flat against flat. the wall, like half of it. Yeah, it was. It was an artificial half. tree. Was it half, Baz? Oh, it's one of those half trees no, it wasn't. with no no arse on them, no back on them. <laughs> well, it, it ended up like that, but it wasn't originally. It was just put, it was just shoved against the wall, so it just flattened in the end. Yeah, it was. It was every wow. year that came out. Oh, Barry! <laughs> now then, let me read you this story. It's an etiquette expert. And he shared signs that your Christmas. He says these are the things to look out for if you don't want to if you don't want to be common right. at Christmas. Right. Says we all do Christmas a little differently, and etiquette expert William Hansen has revealed a list of warning signs <laughs> that your big day is common. Warning, warning, warning common. Signs. You're being common. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Right. Novelty hats and dad jokes. <laughs> Uh, they could be signs that your Christmas is common. William Hansen shared a list of pitfalls. He says, expose your festive celebrations as a little less than posh. From artificial trees, Barry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On a wall. On a wall, even worse. No, yeah. one, ever, no one ever thought I was posh. <laughs> no, that, is, that, that is true, Barry. Nobody has ever accused you 
<laughs> no, <Nope>. posh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone ever accused you of being posh? Because you've got a sort of semi-posh voice, Zoe. It's, it's sort it's, of got, it's more characterful than posh, but it is posh, isn't it? It's somebody's... So somebody once did describe me as posh, and I was a bit taken aback. Well, you sort of sound weirdly like a. You sound like sort of part Essex, part really posh. Part, no, I mean no, I mean I'm, it's sort of it's sort of northerny, but. Was oh, it? Yeah, um, I've got such a weird accent because I've had about four. It is northerny. It yeah. is northerny. Yeah. Well, Slightly Midlands. Long, yeah, you see, I've never lived in the Midlands because I've because well, I've got taste. Um, but because um, uh, you're posh, because I'm posh. Exactly. <laughs> I think I can do posh. My mum's definitely got a posh voice, but she's got the yeah. classic sort of hyacinth bouquet voice when she answers the phone. It's Actually. like, what are you talk? What are you doing for? You don't talk like that. Everyone yeah. has a telephone voice, though. Don't she's got like, such yeah. a telephone voice. Yeah, <laughs> such a telephone voice. Um, am I? No, not posh. Mm, I'm p- 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 very um, middle class, I guess. Yeah. I guess, but okay. really no, boring. No shame in that, though. Yeah, yeah. I'll carry on We recognise most of the warning signs from our big day, and now you can see how many you can tick off too. Right, OK. Uh, opening presents. Mm-hmm. What, that, is that common? No, but if you tear them open... Yeah. <laughs> first thing in the morning, that apparently is a sign that you were common. Nobody does that after about the age of oh, come, 14, I do. Though, do they? I do. Oh, I do. Yeah. 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 What's the point? What's what's the point of Christmas otherwise? I frequently don't open uh, presents till the evening. That's because oh, wow. largely the presents I get are shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oi! My, my dad's going to be listening to this. You've never got me a good... Oh, your dad's presents, that's different. Your dad gets me the big bin bag full of tat <laughs> I, uh, that I open with great pleasure when I go to his house. I'm very appreciative. But the presents you get me are always dog shit. Can <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> You see, I would have thought really, really posh people open their presents on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. It's that sort of thing of like, you know. Yeah, yeah, I would have thought that's a really posh thing to do. Christmas Eve, where you're like, we're so posh that we don't even need the joy of Christmas morning because it doesn't even mean that much to us. Yeah. And, you know. (laughs) It's like we, we can just have that. We can just, we can have that and anytime. They're out but, hunting on, yes, on Christmas exactly. Day. They're out killing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> my my mum used to get me. My mum is so bad at buying Christmas presents that she used to just give me money before Christmas to go and buy what I wanted. So I'd go and buy a pair of trainers or whatever it might be at that age. And she would, and I'd have to give it to her. She would then wrap it, <laughs> and I'd just go through this charade of opening up the thing that I bought, right? And yeah. and, and even um, and, and Ian, my mum's partner, and they they, I mean, they've been together for years. Uh, he um he always used to like videoing on Christmas morning, so you'd feel like so he'd, he'd have his like VHS video camera out, and you'd be opening up your presents and like. And he, I always remember once I opened up. I've got this on video, so if I find it, I'll share it on the social media. Right? Me at about twelve years old, and Ian's got me. I've opened it up, and it's and it's a book, and it, and it's just it's a book that says one thousand and one questions and answers, right? Just like one of those. And and I've looked at it. I've looked at it, and I've just gone. Oh, oh, brilliant, because he's filming me, right? Okay. Oh, brilliant, yeah. I, I had one of these before, actually. I found out things like, um, um, like, like, um, uh, oh, next present. <laughs> just, <laughs> just caught on video. Brilliant. Oh, my, my dad, I might have told you this before, my dad, the, before my dad went into his home, uh, into the care home, the last present he gave me in his own home when I was there for Christmas <laughs> Because uh, I've done 50, I've worked out, I've done 50 Christmases in my parents' home, Zoe. 50 wow. out of 50. 
I've done wow. one in Australia in 1992. I couldn't get home, obviously, from Australia 30 years ago. And then one in my dad's care home. But 50 of the others were in my parents' house. And the last time I was there with my dad a couple of years ago, this was Christmas Day. He said, <laughs> he said, he said, what do you want for Christmas? I said, I don't mind any, anything. It was, it was really great. And he literally, he literally said, well, go upstairs. <laughs> and there's a bookshelf on the landing, which has been there since since I was born in that house 50 years ago. And he just went, just just choose anyone you want. <laughs> so literally went upstairs and took, a, took one a of the family books off the shelf. I just had that. Brilliant. Did he, did he wrap that it? That was it. Eh? No, did he didn't he bother wrapping it. it. <laughs> he didn't even ask me what it was. <laughs> oh, lovely. Years ago, my, my stepdad used to buy me Christmas presents. And he just, I just, he stopped after a while because it was just ridiculous. I got a six inch... Like China rabbit wearing a sombrero and playing a <laughs> ukulele. And Let me I just check if that's in the common Christmas oh, service. I just don't know what you're supposed to do with that. You put it on the mantelpiece in full view and, then and enjoy it. <laughs> I, I used to have a really awkward situation where my, my dad's uh, mum, my nana granddad, my dad's parents and my auntie, for some reason, thought that I was into Charlie Chaplin, right? And I wasn't. Um, I, used, I used to like Laurel and Hardy and Harold Lloyd when I was a kid. Yeah, and yeah, they, they were yeah, convinced I loved Charlie Chaplin. So they, every single year, birthday or present, they would get me something Charlie Chaplin related. Because it was, you know, when you've got a family member, you go, like that's a little easy. They like, yeah. they like, yeah, like, like a little matchbox with a, with a toy. Charlie Chaplin, mirrors, books, uh, videos. My my mum had to leave the room when they'd come around to drop off a Christmas or birthday because because we'd get the giggles because we'd know and I'd have to pretend. I'd have all this. I've got so much Charlie. Honestly, I've got so much Charlie Chaplin memorabilia. It's ridiculous. So funny. My parents once got me for my 16th birthday. My mother got me an electric carving knife. Yeah. And nice. we have a photograph. We have a photograph of Rod with a pencil thin moustache holding an electric carving knife <laughs> on, like what is the best eighties Christmas I've ever seen. Brilliant, an electric Brilliant. carving. I'll tell you what it was. I'll tell you why. It's because I used to work in Curries. <laughs> I had a Saturday job in Curries. That was about fifteen, sixteen. And so everything, every Christmas present, every birthday present came from Curry's because I got staff discount. Yeah. So, I'm, so my mother would use my staff discount to buy my Christmas present. I had a clock radio already for birthday. And she was like, literally, what else from Curry's can we get him? Electric, electric carving, carving knife. Electric carving knife. A Vintage 382. <laughs> Did you carve meat in your house? No, I've never carved it. Well, of course not. As a 16-year-old kid, why have you been carving meat? <laughs> <laughs> But my dad used that, that was, knife yeah, right that was up the until the year job. he went into a home oh two years ago. Oh, my God. Right this is so funny. He used that. It's still going, that knife. still going. If anybody wants the Moolinex Vintage 382, still got the, the box. They had quite <laughs> a big engine on the back, didn't they? they yeah, they're like, quite like, a substantial wow. engine on the back. Like, you could probably like do a, a chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a, you could probably do a tree. Yeah. <laughs> do that tree anyway. You could do your tree. You could do your tree. Definitely. My, my brother once at, at Christmas, I spent Christmas in America because my dad lived in America, my brother lived out there and we um, and my brother gave us all presents and we opened them up and um, and it was this sort of aerosol spray thing and we're like, what's this? And he's like, oh, it's a, it's a they lived in California, it's, it's, a, um, it's like an air conditioner, you spray it, it's like a sprayed air conditioner. When we looked at it, it was like, it was, it was like an oil that you spray on an air conditioning unit. Oh my God. <laughs> 
and he brought us all thinking it was some sort of cooling spray. Oh my god! He thought it was air conditioner in a can. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, 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 bought, and bought one for all. We all opened one. We all. Uh, it was all excited. O- open them all up together. Open. I tell you what, the dragon's den. That air conditioner in a can. <laughs> if it's possible, Brilliant. I don't think it's possible. That's... I don't think it's possible. Either. Can you get chilled, compressed air um, that is safe to spray to your own face? Oh God. My granddad, uh, when he got older, just totally like got rid of the idea of cards, didn't he? He wouldn't use card, like wouldn't send Christmas cards. Did he? No, he didn't at well, all. He used, to gi- he used to give me an envelope for Christmas. He just give me an envelope full of cash with with the amount written on the on. <laughs> so nothing about Merry Christmas or my name or kiss. It's just fifty pounds. <laughs> and he would take In an envelope, like an old fashioned pay packet. Yeah. yeah, like oh thank like you. Like paper round. <laughs> um, he would also take an ad out in the in the paper saying Merry Christmas to everyone. Love, Glyn. <laughs> oh, that's, that's right. such a good idea, though. That's such a good idea, isn't I it? Mean, that is social media. Genius. That is essentially social media. Merry Christmas yeah. to all my friends so on Facebook funny. or whatever. That's the same. But it thing. would be in between, like someone selling a caravan, someone's like you know building a pond. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> From everyone reading this page. Births, deaths, Merry Christmases. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you tear open your presents first thing, you're common, apparently. Right. William, uh, what's his face? Etiquette right. expert. William Hansen. Oh, right, the expert. The, expert, uh, the etiquette expert says, um, Christmas presents should be opened, in, it should be an exercise in restraint. <laughs> and although stockings can be opened before breakfast, male uh, presents should only be exchanged after this Queen's speech at 3pm. I oh have never seen the God. Queen's speech. Neither have I. I've never seen the Queen's speech. I have. Huh? Have you? Have you, Barry? Yeah, out of interest. Oh. It's uh, tedious. Yeah. <laughs> um, Barry, have did, you seen it, Sean? Did any, what, the Queen's Speech? Yeah. No, never. You've never seen it? No, nobody in my so house. none of us here have ever seen the Queen's my Speech? My grandparents I have, I have. hated the Queen. Oh, oh, you saw it once out of interest? Yeah. Yeah. What's and it about? Uh, really, really boring. Just like, oh, just her sitting there like talking church, very slowly um, and then talk, reviewing the year, basically. It's like a really, you know, like you get all those review of the year shows. That's the oh. worst one. <laughs> like a really shit Charlie Brooker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You I'd keep expecting it. it. I'd love it this year if she just came on and just went, Good evening. What the actual fuck? <laughs> yeah, just hands in the air. Fuck I don't understand me. what is going on. Whoa! In a cerebralis time two. In a cerebralis. It is Jesus. What an Anna can you believe she reckons that she doesn't watch the or they or they reckon that none of them watch the crown there's no way is there if you know there's a massive tv I show would. out there about your family there's of no course. way you're not watching that of course yeah. T- tony blair reckons that he never watched the queen or he's never watched anything with him in he says that's a lie really especially well, he's only that been narcissist in like- yeah. <laughs> he must have watched the news and stuff when he was on it. <laughs> You're telling me Tony Blair didn't follow the news at all because he was in it. That's funny. <laughs> That's oh, I hate watching myself on the screen. He just hates Michael Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> what was... Um, d- does she put little jokes in it and stuff? No. no. God no. no. She's not, she's not, she she's not Barack that? Obama. <laughs> 
but I, I genuinely question. I thought she might put like little amusing, little wry comments or a little. I mean, not yeah. this year, obviously. Fuck Two me. of my grandparents uh, disliked her massively, so would wouldn't watch it as a, to make a point. And my other grandmother adored her, so av- every time it was on, she would stay in the kitchen and t- kind of everyone else would leave and go into the smaller room and <laughs> and just play with the new toys. I, I can't work. Is it a posh thing to watch the Queen, or is no. it, or is it a, a common thing to watch the Queen, it, or is it it's, something it's else? Both. It's both. It's both. It's, it's those people. Both. Yeah. It's the yeah, sort. It's, it's the sort ends. of thing. Last night of the prom, like the they're yeah. either there or they're sitting at home watching it with their hand on their chest and just going, yeah, yeah. she's yeah. the mother of our nation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. the type. I know the type. Okay, so none of us have ever seen it. Now then, the later in the day you open your presents, the more sophisticated you are, apparently. Or the more or, disorganised you are. That's me. Or drunk. <laughs> me, or the shitter your presents are. You know that, so you don't bother, in my case. Yeah. It's nothing to do with sophistication. No. It's just years of disappointment. Hey, now, my presents aren't rubbish. The ones I get you are good. No, they're not. They are. You bought me a, a pot. I did buy her a, yeah, <laughs> a did, pot. Actually. Like a pan. Yeah, I did buy her a, like a, a pan. Co- a pan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Thank oh, Two cooking pans. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Which I opened I was first struggling. thing. I was struggling that year. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, talking, they're nice pans. Are we talking pans. about the Crusade pans? Yes. Or, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah okay. but still. Love. Ah, okay, you're back in... That's okay, is it? Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. Two if, large Le Crusade pans. I don't pans. cook very often. She hasn't used them once in two nope. years. Not one <laughs> single occasion. No. <laughs> so if anybody wants to buy two brand new Le Crusade pans... <laughs> Chuck them in with the, with the carver. Yeah. <laughs> that's still going, isn't oh, it? That meat carver. carving has been used more than any carving knife in the history. It's just not by me. That's all. <laughs> Christmas dinner. Talk us through your Christmas dinners, though, and I'll tell you how common you are. Well, we usually dine around three. Um, and you we should go... be watching the Queen there. You know That's that. That's the Queen's yeah. Two to three. And then we, we go very traditional. We're very traditional. We will have... Um, glass of champagne and then it's, it's prawn cocktail isn't it <laughs> is it yeah oh, really you have a starter nice yes. my prawn parents cocktail. have a starter yeah yeah we have a starter Proper. yeah we have brown bread smoked salmon for me yeah and uh, everyone else has pate oh yeah oh, that's yeah true, actually you do yeah. your, we never my had dad, a starter yeah. in our eyes christ never had a starter <laughs> no no oh no yeah we no, no, it's no. either prawn cocktail or a bit of smoked salmon yeah, yeah. or maybe both Maybe both. It's a little bit of a smorgasbord going on. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Barry, starters on Christmas Day? Uh, yeah, I'd have toast and pate. Um, nice. Yeah, but but not really as a starter. I think just earlier on. Uh, a sort of Breakfast. Like, Breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nice my... strong Brussels yeah. pate. We, we just had cereal, usually Cocoa Pops. I mean, not so much as a starter. It was more like <laughs> more three hours earlier. Five really. hours earlier. But, but again, my, my, my mum my turned vegetarian maybe... T- 15, 20 years Did ago. She? Yeah, and before that, um, she still, she just buy like a Bernard Matthews, Bernard Matthews turkey roll. Do you know what I mean? So it was never like a, a big proper, proper right, turkey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My mum, my we've discussed this before, my mum's, uh, she, uh, she's lovely, but she's an awful cook. Turkey uh, roll. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. oh, it's easy, isn't it? Because there's no bones. Like an Arctic roll, but with meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it says here, if you stack... Uh, Plates with all the trimmings, and you're doing it right in our eyes, it says here. But unfortunately, you don't pass the tests for William. Oh. You should not pile up your plate. What? The meal should simply include a meat, one type of potato. What? 
That's fair enough, isn't it? One no. Ten, so you only have Are you insane? No, mash and roasties. Mash. You don't have mash. Mash, mash and roasties. Normal. That's like school dinner. You don't mash have mash. Mash roasties, normal. And maybe a normal? sweet deep potato with mashy carrot thing. And chips. <laughs> yeah, and chips. What are yeah. normal potatoes? You know, normal. Boiled? Yeah. Well, you, so your Christmas dinner, I mean, I, I know this isn't true, but I'll ask you anyway. <laughs> so your Christmas dinner. You've never had Christmas dinner with me. I have had Christmas dinner with you. I had it last fucking year. <laughs> and what a day it was. <laughs> and yeah. you did not have roasties, mash and boiled potatoes on your plate. I have in the past. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, not all the same year, all the same meal, all I the have, same day. No, but you can. But you didn't, you don't, you can, I know you can. <laughs> no, but I, I don't think it's common. Sean often just lies for effect. I don't, that actually. <laughs> <laughs> Three sort of potatoes is, is quite um it's a lot, it's quite it? a lot of carb. That is on what is already quite a carb I mean, heavy day. She doesn't do it, Zoe. Don't even dwell on it. She's <laughs> never had roast potatoes, mash and boiled potatoes on one potato. Okay, Christmas. maybe not boiled. Right. Mash and, and the Maybe other not one. mash either? No, yeah, definitely mash. <laughs> well, sweet, sweet potatoes. Well, I know mash. what I was gonna ask you. What? Uh you said that your cook your mum was a really bad cook, Barry. A couple yeah. of weeks ago, uh, on this very show, Zoe, we had a, a, a S. SBFO, the shit British food off for uh, <laughs> whose parents or guardians were the shittest cooks. And, and I won it, I think. Well, I'm, I think I won it with my yeah, mother's uh, rice and ham recipe, which was a plate of boiled rice with a piece of ham draped over the top. <laughs> which she, initially, she initially forgot the ham, so it was just the rice when it was brought out. And they should to go back and get the ham to put on the top. So, so have you got any entries for the shit British food off bad recipes your parents had? Um, my mum, my mum, I always joke now that I love to be in the kitchen when she's cooking. So I just love the sounds of her in the kitchen because the only sound you hear is <laughs> of the opening of a microwave dinner. Bing. Oh. <laughs> um, I wonder what that was. That was the pricking of the cellophane. That's it. I'm like, well, are you cooking again, mum? It's such a homely sound. <laughs> <laughs> my mum would just cook vegetables until they were just translucent yeah. just like sort of like a like a vegetable ghost yeah. like phantom veg that's yeah. true actually it's only when i left home that i realized that cooking veg was actually quite a quick option yes yeah, I, yeah i'd yeah. always thought it was about an hour to cook my mum used to also do, like, if she made beef and it would be cremated to the point of, like, a Chernobyl disaster. <laughs> do you share snaps of your Christmas day to social media? Nobody wants to see me sitting on my own under my one-footer. <laughs> oh, believe me, they do. <laughs> they definitely want a picture of that for the social media for the froth, that, that yes, Christmas please. tree with the four baubles. You with a little glass of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> who is this yeah. guy? Yeah, who the fuck, who is, who the fuck who does is William think guy? he is? Exactly. Well, is he posh or not? I tell you what, who the fuck is you? You have matched the because uh, there's some comments about this guy. <laughs> and, uh, oh God! You you echo the thoughts of one Richard Tay, who says, "What a pathetic, jumped-up little cretin with the audacity to think he has the right to ridicule how people celebrate." Nasty little man, no more an expert than anyone else. I bet he'd be spending this Christmas alone. Yeah. <laughs> Nasty little man. <laughs> What does he say about advent calendars? Does I, say I think Richard Tay may have ticked a lot of the ones that are common, do you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah I possibly. Think, I think something's upset him in this article. 
Uh, what's it say about oh, what's advent calendar? What's this one? Yeah. Dairy milk as well. Lovely. Oh, a dairy yes, milk advent that. calendar. We had that a few years ago, didn't we? I will tell you now. So we are all the chocolates kind of nondescript. Um, I haven't had today's. Okay. Oh, that's exciting. Let's see that what we got. That's exciting. Live. I reckon oh, you got a, a flake. I just realised I haven't had yesterday's either. Oh, my God, this year has just got so much better. <laughs> um, oh, my God. <laughs> I haven't written this year off yet. I think it's going to be a cracker. <laughs> um, it's a... Oh, it's slightly melted elf head. Okay. A, a slightly melted elf head. Oh, yeah. they're, they're like they're like sort of Freddo style where yeah. they've yes. made them. Okay. Yeah. Because we used to open them on the on the radio show, didn't we? Hang on. This is today's. That was yesterday. We haven't got one. I'm just going to read you about advent calendars from William. Oh, yes. What does he say? The no etiquette man. expert. Nice. He says, treating yourself to a chocolate every morning. <laughs> it's common. It says, which may be the only thing getting us through December this year. It's <laughs> 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 unsophisticated mm. in William's eyes. Oh, shut yeah. up, William. Now, you mentioned champagne earlier, Zoe. Yes. Let me cut to well, the chase. Do you have Buck's Fizz? No. Yes. Oh, we well, for brekkie, yes. Yeah, in the morning. We for brekkie. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And for a rusher. <laughs> not supposed to have Bugs Fizz. Why not? Common. <laughs> it's fun, though. Common. If you go down the Christmas cocktail route, we're in serious naff territory. For example, <laughs> Bugs Fizz. I love a naff Christmas, though. Hey, yeah, well, I love yeah. naff. Christmas well, is naff. That's the point. Christmas is naff. Of course it's naff. <laughs> naff. The birth of Jesus Christ, the celebrate <laughs> is naff. That's can you imagine not how what shit, I'm celebrating, though. Can you imagine how shit William's Christmas is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chances, that's not what I'm celebrating. It's not what, what I'm celebrating. What are you celebrating with Christmas, though? The naffness of it. <laughs> oh. Isn't it? The tinsel, yeah. it's kind of gaudy, but, you know, you do things you wouldn't usually do, you drink too much, you know, that kind of stuff. Well... Advocar. Yes. A snowball. Yes. Oh, <laughs> what I is love a, snowball? a snowball? I think it's avocado and lemonade. Lemonade. I don't know. Um, but then I put vodka in there as well just to make it grown up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't put the avocado in or the lemonade. Oh, just sounds, to me like a, sounds to me like you've gone down the Christmas cocktail route there. Yeah. And we all know that is Bailey's. a bit naff. Immediately underneath this article, by the way, this is from the Mirror Online, if you want to find out how to be uh, less common at Christmas. Uh, immediately underneath this, I just clipped it, I just clipped it out because it amused me. The headline underneath it is 37 hairstyles for old women with thin hair. (laughs) (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Bad Sex Awards. Woo! You're aware of the Bad Sex Awards, sorry? Have you won? Have I'm, you won I'm not familiar with. Have I been nominated? Yeah. Bad Sex Awards. You haven't heard of those? No. I haven't either. They're a literary no. award. A literary award okay. for. Um, for uh, the, every year there is a, a body um, who award something called the Bad Sex Awards. So it's for. It's for is it badly writing, written? Bad writing. Oh, badly okay. written sexual sex scenes. Exploits in novels and things. So, right. so when somebody, you know. Yeah. Here's an example of something that might be nominated for the Bad Sex Award. So it's somebody who writes very badly about sex in their novel. Um, her hand is moving away from my knee and heading north. <laughs> what? what a hole! <laughs> Yeah, she sounds like she's on the, in a car on the M4, <laughs> on the M5. Her hand is moving away from my knee and heading... It's written in the first person, this, unusual. Her hand is moving away from my knee and heading north. Heading unnervingly and with a steely will towards the pole. Oh, God. <laughs> the pole? And, and like Sir Ranulph finds, Pamela will not easily be discouraged. <laughs> what? <laughs> You can't compare it to Serrano Fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That is an example of the Bad Sex Awards. Just to, oh, just to give you a sense of what the awards what are all about. They're awarded from? to the person who writes the worst. What book is that? That sounds excellent. Oh, I, I, brilliant. I, I'll, I'll find out in a minute who that oh. is from. But just this is the t- the story is that the Bad Sex Awards have been cancelled because of COVID. What? Yeah. This is from a previous winner, this one. This, in case you hadn't gathered from the British Explorer reference, is a sex scene. And this passage by Christopher Hart in his novel Rescue Me... I'm writing this down, the, hang on, so I'm this, writing this down. <laughs> I want to read that. You want to read it? So it's Christopher Hart, his Christopher novel Hart. Rescue Me, is a previous winner of the Bad Sex Award. <gasps> which is handed out by the Literary Review every year, but not this year. But do people turn up to accept these awards? We'll read on, I'll read on. Established in 1993 by literary critic. I'm surprised you haven't heard of this uh, award. Have you heard of it, Barry? Yeah, I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, you haven't, Sean? No. Oh. Established in 1993 by literary critic Rhoda Koenig and Mm. Oberon... (laughs) Oh, Oberon War. It's established by Oberon War and Rhoda Koenig, then editor of the magazine. It honours poorly written redundant or downright cringeworthy passages okay so i'm coming back to uh, the novel by christopher hart rescue me i'll read you a little right. bit more. okay so okay. if you remember like sir ranulph finds pamela's not going to be easily discouraged as her hand sir moves Ranulph's... north towards the pole sir ranulph I finds he's got lost... his hood up <laughs> <laughs> he lost like his fingers didn't he to frostbite i don't know i, th- I don't think he, i think you're thinking too much into it okay it's just his tenacity that that, that wouldn't about. help the sex would it no, not really. No. Not if you, no. <laughs> Hart oh. continues. 
Ever northward moves her hand while she smiles. Ever north. Ever northward. <laughs> while she smiles languorously at my right ear. What? Languorously? What? Languorously. Languorously. I've never heard that word. I've heard it, but not, Is not it applied to a smile. Does she mean lingery? Languorously at my right ear. And when she reaches the North Pole, I think in wonder and terror. She'll surely want to pitch her tent. <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean? 2020's awards have been cancelled. The magazine said the public had been subjected to too many bad things this year to justify exposing it to bad sex writing as well. Oh, but it's enjoyable. Uh, well, I've got some previous. I've got some previous ones for you here. This is a good one. Listen to this. This is from the. This is an entry from the past. In the an entry. I mean, it's not. You don't enter the bad sex awards. You get picked out by the literary yeah, review. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is from um, whose novel is it? A, a 2015 novel called List of the Lost. It says Eliza, Eliza and Ezra roll together into the one giggling snowball of full-figured copulation. <laughs> screaming and shouting as they playfully bit and pulled at each other in a dangerous and clamorous roller coaster coil of sexually violent rotation. What? Tell them they've been sucked into the Hadron Collider. <laughs> with, with Eliza's breasts barrel rolled across Ezra's howling mouth. Howling? What? Howling? They barrel rolled across barrel her howling rolled. mouth and the pained frenzy of his bulbous salutation extenuating his excitement. Oh, wait, there's three of them. I don't know. Who, I, don't, I, I, can't, I don't even know how many people there are there, or whether they're men or women or what. Do you know what that reminds me of? You know in a cartoon where a lot of people get in a fight and it's just yeah. a circle with arms and legs coming out? Yeah. <laughs> 2021 will provide the judges with a juicy two years worth of bad sex. And for writers, there's more time to nail a win. Uh, Michael Delgado works at the Literary Review and helped compile last year's shortlist. Uh, He says the judges look for overly flowery language that doesn't fit with the rest of the book (laughs) and an over-reliance on metaphor and euphemism. Something like this, perhaps, from 2010's The Shape of Her by Rowan Somerville. Like a lepidopterist mounting a tough-skinned insect with a too-blunt pin. You can't, that's not erotic, is it? Like a lepidopterist mounting a tough-skinned insect with a too-blunt pin, he screwed himself into her. Oh, God. That's horrendous. So that's over-reliance on oh, metaphor and euphemism. That's it's wonderful. And simile, I think. Or, says Delgado, who works at the Literary Review, if you remember, writers get very, very specific on detail and it doesn't leave anything to the imagination. Uh, there's no example of that. Oh, oh. It's a shame. I've, well, I've got another example. Yeah. Not, not of that specifically. Um, a line from John Harvey's 2019 winner. Okay. The Office and Ponds reads... His knee pushing against her lower back to open her tunic and expose a portion of naked flesh against which he would then rub his organ (laughs) as if he were furtively making omelette rolls. (laughs) What? Furtively. I don't... I can't You know what it's like when you're furtively making an omelette roll. We've all been there. You know what's really funny 
also is that every sentence throws up a new surprise. Yes, yeah, yeah, like yeah. his knee on her back, right? What? what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then opens her tunic. Okay, different angle. What was it? Roll. He had to do with his. He had to open her tunic with his knee. I think because he was From probably behind. making the omelette rolls with his hands. <laughs> Why, why is he just rubbing his? Why is he rubbing his knob on her back? Exactly. I think that's the least of the questions that that throws up. But, but why would you furtively be making an omelette roll? I mean, who's going to catch you? A well, vegan. It's embarrassing. Well, her, I assume. Eh? Her, imagine if she caught him. What are you doing? Oh, is that what it means? Well, she's probably going. Why the hell are you making omelette rolls now? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've heard stories. I've heard stories. Asking. I've heard stories of like people, you know, watching TV during the acts and stuff. But that, I mean, that's another yeah. level. Yeah. Furtively yeah. making, if you were an making roll. omelette rolls doing sex, you probably would be trying to do it furtively, discreetly, yeah. wouldn't you? And from behind. I mean, it is from behind. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, if you're doing it on her back. <laughs> I've made omelette rolls on your back what before What would now. you say if somebody was behind you frying up an omelette roll? I don't think you're frying them. Well, what's he doing then? Well, you're just doing the initial prep, aren't you? Yeah. You're just doing the initial prep on her back. I think if somebody came into the bedroom holding a giant whisk, you'd be initially concerned. You'd be like, don't worry, love. Just whip up a couple of omelettes. Or a sizzling frying pan. This is oh. for me eggs, not and yours. It'd be, really, it'd be really awkward as well if you've got like a tiny bit of shell in there as well. Yeah. Oh, God. Just having to get that out. Do you know James Frey? It says that some authors take the winning good spirits James Frey winning in 2018 for his novel Katerina which includes a scene containing eight separate references to ejaculate (laughs) (laughs) well done hats off yeah eight hats off that's one of them (laughs) (laughs) I think we should ring uh, the old producer of my um Ashcroft Gilbert. Old uh, producer? Uh, the, she was not old producer. She was the producer of my old show, Ashcroft right. Gilbert. She was a, a lovely producer. Uh, very good. And um, She's you're wonderful. A, you're a friend of hers yes. now on uh, social media and stuff. She is now a very successful... A brilliant novelist. ...writer, a novelist. Yes, and her book has just made the uh, New York Times bestseller wow. list. And we've got her book here. So we've got Sophie Cousins' book. So Sophie Cousins, who, uh, as I've said, used to produce my TV show... Um, and she is now an author. And this is Sophie Cousins, this time next year. Two unlikely friends, one extraordinary love story, it says. This it sounds gonna, promising. It's got to be. It does sound promising. Yeah. It's got to be some, some juicy lovemaking. The characters are called Quinn and Minnie. That's promising as well. Quinn and Minnie, yeah. Quim. No, don't, get, yeah, don't say them quickly. Quinn and Minnie. Uh, Mor- Morrissey won it as well. Really? Yeah. For what? Do you know what it was? The one I just read to you, and I said I'm not sure who wrote it. It was Morrissey. For, for list, list of, of the list lost. List of the lost in 2015. Yeah. It was Morrissey. And that's Eliza and Ezra with their barrel rolling across <laughs> no. Ezra's howling mouth. That was Morrissey. <laughs> yeah. Morrissey. Yeah. yeah. And he said joking? he said um, he felt it was best to maintain an indifferent distance from the award because there are too <laughs> many good things in life to let these repulsive horrors pull you down. Oh. He lets Come everything on. else pull him down. Morrissey's lyrics are quite Sophie's good. Sophie's here. Where's Sophie? Usually. <coughs> well, they used to be. Novelist, friend, erstwhile producer, Sophie Cousins. Yay! Hello, Sophie. Hello. Hey, hello, love. How are you? Yeah, good. How are you doing? Oh, Long it's so nice no to see, see you. Yeah, ah, oh, lovely to see your just smiley faces. 
I remember when we were working on uh, Ashgard Gilbert, sort of about nine, ten, nine years ago or something. I, could, I remember you then talking about writing novels and you were going to be a writer and stuff. And and look at this. You've done it. Sophie Cousins, bestseller. I know. Eventually it happened. I know. It was always kind of, you know, when I was working in TV, in the back of my mind, I thought, yeah, one day I want to write a book for myself and do something, yeah. my kind of, my stories. Yeah. I want to stop working while. on shit with Rod Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> do something worthwhile. Do something with my life. Are you work, so are you working on, so this one, this time next year, that came out, when did that come out? It's only just come that out. That came out um, here in October and in America just a couple of weeks ago. Oh, wow. And yeah, it's gone. Instant New York Times bestseller. Yes. So, like, yes. who knew? Yes. Oh, Crazy. It's so exciting, I mean, love. I have won the book lottery. There's so many things that need to align for anything like that to happen. So, Amazing. I'm very aware. Does a pandemic oh. help? Um, I think it hasn't helped. I think it hasn't helped most debut authors because actually, in a time of a pandemic, people just want to pick up authors that they know. They don't want to take a chance on someone new. But actually, because my book is very kind of feel good escapism and it's actually set in a parallel 2020 where there's no COVID. I think it has kind of benefited me because people just want something cozy and escapist and they just, that that's kind of appeals. And the title is perfect as well for this situation. (laughs) It's all like, this time next year. Next year. I know. Let's and funnily, funnily enough, it wasn't called that originally. It was called the 1st of January Club and the publisher wanted to change it to this time next year. And I thought it was a bit, a little bit wishy-washy and I wasn't sure. And then it's just been a complete result yeah. of the title yeah. because everyone totally. it's, sums totally, up the mood of nation. Totally. It's the, it's the perfect title for an hour. I mean, we, we launched this podcast with a similar sort of vein of just escapism. We're just going, yeah. everything's so relentlessly shit. <laughs> We just, want to, we just want to come into this basement and just talk absolute frivolous nonsense, which is why we got you on. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! Excellent. We got you on specifically to talk. You'll be aware of the Bad Sex Awards. I am very aware of them. Yes, yes. Is there sex in this book this time? I don't want um, any, no spoiler alerts. I don't want to give away the ending, unless the ending is just uh, a shag. But, but. <laughs> a good shag, not a bad one. I would say it's PG-13. It's like, you know, there is there is a sex, sexual scene, but no, it what doesn't... It's, there's there not a full sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> are there boobs in there, Soph? Does oh, it show that, a bit I of tits? I don't know where it is, innit? Is there, are there boobs in it? Yeah. She takes her bra off <gasps> and there is a moment where they get semi-naked, but then Ooh. parents come in and it's kind of a comedy like because it's a comedy book as well yes. it's kind of this humor in the fact that it's like an interrupted sex scene and that okay. for me is like the amusement of it kind of thing but yeah but there has been i don't know rom-com like <laughs> readers generally some some people have complained there's not enough steam in it because if it's marketed as a romance yeah some readers want they, they want, want a certain amount a bit of you sex. know is that true they Tell them, yeah, tell yeah. them to just use their imagination and imagine what happened <laughs> yeah. if it hadn't been interrupted. <laughs> or, or go and get a Mills, go and get a Mills and yeah. Boone from the library. Yeah, or I, Razzle. And I've sometimes read, um, I've read Chicklets before, and sometimes it goes into a graphic sex, quite graphic, and I've gone, whoa! I was not like, I don't want this in my rom-commy I, world. Like proper, like I, talks about, you know. 
I know. And I think also, I, I think cover is very, like, important for this kind of book. Because you know the kind of cover that's got a half-naked man on with yes. a torso, yes. like, against sheets. the wall? Yeah, yeah. loads of sheets. You know, you know that's going to have sex scenes yes. in it. Whereas if you've got, like, so mine, which is more, like, sparkly and, like, it's got illustrated figure, figures, you, you're probably not necessarily going to have anything clothed. too extra. Yeah. It's a lovely you, you sketch. Know with, I can look at the front of that and go, she gets her bra off and they're interrupted. That's it. I can, I can, I can see that. Just they're looking fully, at the cover. Yeah, fully clothed sketch of a lovely couple. He's got a man bag on. There's not going to be massive, like, penises and stuff. How are we, when you're writing something like that, right? Or are you writing another one now? Have you started the next one yet? I am. And actually, my editor did say, can you put a bit more sex in the next one? <laughs> really? Oh. So when you're writing a book like that, and you're writing the the raunchy bit, even if it's uninterrupted, you know, even if it's just a bra coming up, you've got to choose your words. You've got to describe a bra being taken. How aware are you of the the bad sex awards loom do they loom over you like a you know are you are you sort of aware of them try, are you trying to avoid that are you do you not care i think what really makes things super cringe is just like a bad metaphor in writing is bad at any time but a ma- a bad metaphor about <laughs> sex is just there's just something so jarring about it yeah. that just really pulls you out of the scene you know if someone describes a sunset in a you know oh it was like a firework and on the horizon you know you just think okay fine but you gloss over it but i think a bad metaphor <laughs> in sex is just the worst <laughs> so oh, thanks, thanks so much for joining so much. us uh, you're very welcome thank you Christmas. lovely to talk thank to you, you guys so much, thanks, thank you thank you you too What, you, uh, what have you got coming up next, Zoe? Um, well, I was lucky enough to get in the can a uh, game show during COVID that's coming out on BBC uh, in January. Oh. So, BBC? Uh, BBC Two, yeah. 6.30. What's it called? Uh, uh, it's called Lightning. Um, so it starts, I think it's the 25th of Jan for five weeks, five nights a week. Oh wow! So, uh, yeah. you've, you've landed the holy grail, the Daily Show, the new uh, pointless. You've done the, 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 the it. That's incredible. Show, which was so much fun to do because oh. the punters, the cast they got on it, the punters were just brilliant fun. What um, a great time! I mean, uh, listen, I'm sure it's not about the money. What a great, <laughs> what a great time! Seeing as all live work is pretty much closed up. What yes. a great time to land a Daily Show on TV. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, well done. So, oh, good luck with yeah. that. Yeah, that'd be Thank great. Thank you. Good Thank luck you. on getting another series. And thanks Thank so much you. for joining us. Thank you. And we Absolutely. Will... Total pleasure. Thanks yeah, so much, yeah. Zoe. Thank you, love. Lovely to see you. Merry Christmas. Christmas. And you. And you. Take care of all we've got time for thanks for listening and thanks to special guest Zoe Lyons at Zoe Lyons on Twitter and to Sophie Cousins check out her brand new best-selling debut novel novel (laughs) this time next year you can contact us at the froth podcast where you'll get extra froth content don't forget the exciting new email facility our email address is hello at the froth podcast.com and if you enjoyed this nonsense, don't forget to like and subscribe and rate us at five stars. This podcast was a fan Bobble Vision production produced by Barry Castagnola at Russell Up Productions. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.